Welcome back to Wings on Air Season 2. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Dolan, National Vice President. And I'm Michaela Massidi, your National President. Uh, so, of course, as we start off every episode, we're going to start with our segment, Just Winging It, um, where we take questions from you and answer them for the first few minutes. Um, so, Michaela, what's, what's our, what are some of our questions for today? Our questions for today from our Instagram story was about Reese Across America, what we're doing with it, um, and what it is, because that's our big push for the months of November and December. And then our other question was asking about our national extended staff, which ties in perfectly to our Reese Across America project. Absolutely. So Reese Across America is a big push, like Michaela said, that we're doing uh, this month, because uh, all wreaths, all wreath sponsorships are due at like the end of November, November 30th. Um, so our National Joint Relations Officer, Casey Donahue, is heading up uh, working with Reeds Across America, which is you pay uh, for a wreath and you, you sponsor a wreath and then it gets laid on a veteran's grave um, for Christmas time. And um, it's a great way for us Silver Wings members to get involved as another organization. It's a fantastic organization to be involved with, um, but you can sponsor any number of wreaths you'd like. Um, sponsoring one is, I believe, $15 or something like that. Um, and you can sponsor as many as you want. And if you want to, you can find a national cemetery um, near where you're going to be for the holidays and help lay them down, which is also another great, great way to be involved. But it's our huge push for November. Like I said, sponsorships are due at the November 30th. Um, but Michaela, anything to add on to that? Yeah, I'm really excited to continue this project for the second year. Um, through Silver Wings and Reads Across America is its own organization. Um, but we're so happy to be able to partner with them um, and get involved in this way. Sponsoring Reads and being able to lay the Reads on veterans' grave, what a great way to honor them. And we can do that, you know, not only at your school, but once you go home, they have thousands of locations that are having ceremonies on December 18th. So I'm really excited that we're able to, to partner with them um, it's just such a great organization. Absolutely. And like I said earlier, uh, Casey Donahue is our National Joint Relations Officer, and she's heading up this whole effort. So if you have any questions or want to know, you know, anything about Reads Across America or want to know more, go ahead and reach out to her. She's a great resource, and she'll be happy to give you any and every bit of information she can. Um, but this kind of ties into the next question because National Joint Relations Officer is technically a part of our National Extended Staff. Um, so she is basically, you know, somebody from another school who, you know, our school, RIT is the national headquarters, um, but she's one single person from a different school who serves and fills a national position. Um, and that's kind of what it's like to be on, you know, that's what it means to be on extended staff. Um, but I'll let Michaela take it over because she actually was on national extended staff last year. So I'll let her take it over for what it's like to be a part of it. Definitely. You've heard Aaron and I talk about being on national staff and being national headquarters. And we love having the group of seven of us at our school that all work together on staff. But our whole staff on the Silver Ring side is 14. And we have seven um, extended staff members who are definitely, you know, the same 
equal level part of our family and we love that. Um, but extended staff is just one person from a Silver Wings chapter at a different school that wants to be on staff, but maybe they don't have, you know, a group of seven people to lead lead um, national headquarters and run in that way. So they just have themselves. Um, and that's a great way to get involved, even if not necessarily you don't have the numbers, but maybe you want a different position. Maybe you're really interested in parliamentary procedure or joint relations or um, the national webmaster, the national business chair. So there are different um, extended staff positions. Some are joint with Arnold Air Society, our sister organization, and some are just Silver Rings. So KC is our national joint relations officer, and that's a new position on extended staff in, in its second year. Um, I was on national extended staff last year as the national sustainability officer. So whereas the national headquarters were at Mississippi State. I was still on national staff, but up in New York. So definitely we encourage all of our members to get involved with extended staff. You get to meet people and be a part of this, um, you know, family that's leading the nation, but you're on your own from your school, which is awesome as well, because you get to bring back that, that taste of national leadership back to your school and you get that experience and the opportunities to attend executive boards and region conclaves and national conclaves, which we'll hit more on in this episode. Um, but I definitely, we encourage everybody to run for extended staff. You learn what you need to learn, so you don't need a ton of experience. Um, but being on national extended staff too definitely kick-started my, you know, kick-started me further into wanting to be national president because I had that opportunity last year. Again, like we said before, meeting, you know, incredible mentors, leaders, friends that you might not have known ever because they're not from your school, but being on extended staff, you get those opportunities as well. So definitely it ties into Rees Across America, but it's just another shameless plug to run for extended staff. Absolutely. And and like Michaela said, they're they're just as bit a part of our big civil rights family as, uh, you know, the core seven are from national headquarters. I mean, and you get to hang out with everybody at exec boards. You get to go to exec boards and hang out with everybody um, and meet them all face to face. And you still get to see them via, you know, Google Meets meetings um, and check in with them. And then you also get to see them at Archons because you get to go to Archons as national staff representation too. Um, so it's definitely still a strong option to stay involved at the national level if you maybe, like Michaela said, don't have the manpower from your chapter to hold national headquarters, or you're more interested in a national extended position than you would be a, a national headquarters position. Um, so right. definitely something that should be given a lot of thought. Um, and we love Casey, you know, like she's right here with us in New York. We love her. And she's, we're lucky to have her as part of the family. Absolutely. And with that, I think we are moving on to, to the meat of our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. It's time to hear from this month's wonderful guest speaker, Mr. Nick Kerrigan. So let's hear what he has to say for us. Today, our exceptional guest speaker is Mr. Nick Kerrigan, Silver Wings alum. Hi, Nick. Hey, how's it going? Nice to see you guys again. It's been a while. It's lovely to <laughs> see you too. <laughs> um, so Nick uh, actually went to RIT with Michaela and I, um, so we, we know him from our local Silver Wings chapter, but Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so let's see, like uh, Aaron just said, I uh, went to RIT 
Um, currently, I actually work in the federal government, uh, doing somewhat related to my degree, doing like cybersecurity IT work uh, in Virginia. So super fun, super interesting. Um, but yeah, just working in the federal government and uh, yeah, let's see, grew up as a military child, kind of moving around from place to place. So uh, kind of found out about the military through my parents, uh, but they were both in the army. So kind of just ended up going to a school for the degree that I thought I wanted to do. So study cybersecurity. Um, and then kind of just through happenstance and how stuff worked out in college, I ended up uh, joining Silver Wings and meeting Aaron Michaela to, I guess, kind of bring us to where we are now. <laughs> yeah, um, we were in the same candidate class in Silver Wings. <laughs> Way back yeah, that's. Then. Yeah, it honestly it sounds it sounds crazy looking back on it, but that's how what that was what five years ago now? Like six years ago, yeah. maybe? It, it's I, been a while, but yeah, that's honestly looking back on that was like a long time ago now. <laughs> it seemed like it, at least. Yeah. Um, so we had candidate class and then how did you get from there to national president all the years later? Because it wasn't an immediate jump. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've had I had quite the journey um, throughout college. I guess um, a lot of a lot of stuff went well, a lot of stuff not so well. Um, and I think that's like a big thing, just kind of learning from mistakes and learning from what happened, and just kind of keep moving forward. Uh, so let's see, freshman year, I like came to college. Everything I was on a, a Air Force ROTC scholarship. So was actually doing Air Force ROTC for uh, my entire first year of school. Um, was not doing particularly well uh, within the actual like detachment, I guess, itself, um, per se. But uh, I also decided to do like Arnold Air Society. So I had joined that and uh, went through Canada class and met all the Arnies and worked with all the Arnies. And they kind of... A lot of the active members, the older people in the debt, kind of saw what I was doing, especially for our candidate class back then, and grew a pretty great appreciation for the work that I was doing and the work that was going to help the squadron. Uh, but then after I left, uh, slash got kicked out of Air Force ROTC after my first year, I kind of decided I still want to kind of be part of the whole associations because uh, I knew about Silver Wings from when I was in Arnold Air. Um, so then went through candidate class, um, or candidacy for Silver Wings going into my sophomore year. So like that first fall, um, went through candidacy, which, I mean, for me at least, it wasn't like anything crazy because I had kind of already learned all that stuff. Um, so it was also like interesting, like seeing where everyone else thought, like all the other people in our class that were like basically brand new to Silver Wings and like had never heard about it before. Someone had brought them in. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like the first initial steps was like, I was in AES my freshman year and the big thing, I guess that year was I went to both Archon in Boston and then also NatCon in Orlando. So I think the bigger step was going to Orlando. Um, and it was really, uh, like a weird thing. It was basically... We had one person from our from the squadron going 
to Orlando, uh, and he was like a senior and had been on a uh, AES national staff like previously, and he was kind of like, "I'm going, but we need someone to actually go to do the business sessions because they were basically like requiring that every squadron has like at least one member like there to vote and do all that stuff." Um, so like they were trying to get someone to go for like the longest time, and I was like on the edge of like, "Do I want to go? Do I not want to go? Like it's it's expensive, like." I'm a freshman, like, I'm not going to know anyone else, like, really, besides, like, one guy that I'm going with. Um, but kind of decided, like, a week, or, like, a, I think it was, like, two weeks or, like, a week before that I'd go. And honestly, it was, like, a really, really good time. Um, and met, like, a ton of people that, like, I still talk to um, now. And then all throughout college, I talked to. But it all kind of started, like, with me going to Orlando and then just kind of exposing myself to that whole environment of like NatCon and just meeting people at NatCon, um, which kind of drew me to do more things and to go to other events to see them again, like hanging out with people that you had kind of met that first year. Uh, so yeah, so going to NatCon in Orlando, meeting a bunch of people that would become my mentors, uh, like Joey Fitzpatrick, who's one of the current NACs. I had talked to him um, as like he was an RIT alum, same degree that I had uh, from school. So I talked to him and stuff, but I hadn't actually like, met him in person. So I met him in Orlando um, and then through him met McKinnon because uh, her at the time um, boyfriend who they're now married, DZ, he was like my mentor in Arnold Air. So um, met McKinnon down there with Joey um, met like a bunch of people that like honestly now looking back at it, it's like holy cow this one event <laughs> literally met everyone that I ended up still working with and talking to um, so yeah that was literally like the whole jump start to like everything um, and I think I forget I forget her actual exact name I think it's Rachel Sachs is what I think it is but she was actually the um, national webmaster from Purdue, um, probably like what, 2013, 2014 timeframe. Uh, so I actually met her down at Orlando and she was like, hey, and I was like talking to her about like, hey, this is my first icon. It's like super interesting, super fun, like seeing all these people do all this stuff. And she's like, oh, well, if you want to be like more involved, in reality, it's not a job that takes too much effort, but like is super cool. Um, is to do like national webmaster because she had done national webmaster, so she was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, sounds interesting. So, like maybe I'll do that. Like we'll see, like what I think and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, like all those things were just people I met in Orlando that first NatCon. Uh, so that was kind of the jump board for everything. So yeah, it was it was definitely a really good event and would definitely recommend going back to Orlando in general, uh, and also going to NatCons, obviously. <laughs> Jeez. It sounds like Orlando did a lot for you in, in terms of Silverlings. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, that was the that was literally the event that basically started everything, and everything else kind of followed into it. Uh, and, like, they all kept growing on top of each other, but, like, I don't think without going to Orlando, I would have done as much as I ended up doing. Uh, or even meeting as many people as I ended up meeting. But, like, Orlando was just, like, a crazy event in general. Like, and it was crazy, too, because at the time, I didn't really know, like, other people from, like, our Silver Wings chapter at the time. So, like, because I had only done 
like Arnold Air and I was like a freshman. But like looking back and everything, like at that conference, um, uh, who is it? Fred Miller um, was literally the NBC for the event, like the entire NACON. He was the national business chair for Silver Wing. So like literally he was there. Uh, Kennedy was there. She was like the R like incoming RP. Uh, so literally like we had other people from RIT there that I had just never met before. So like we like I still have a picture on my phone from like that event and it was like the four people from RIT that went and it was me, Tom Jacobs, uh, Kennedy, and then Fred Miller. So it was just like that kind of started everything and then kept talking to those people and people recommended doing higher headquarters and trying stuff out and then uh, I guess one of the things that not a lot of people either know or remember because it was like kind of like I was doing it at the same time but I also did region vice president <laughs> which was uh which was really interesting uh so like under Adam um I was actually the reason region vice president and like before he actually like started because like there's that whole like time from like when you get elected to like the actual transition uh like into the position at like our our continents or at natcon and stuff so it was like that whole transition like time before like I was basically working with Adam on like all the stuff like we were planning on doing that next year. And then I ended up becoming like webmaster. So I ended up doing both of them at the same time. So like seeing both like the region stuff and like the national stuff at the same time was like really interesting. Uh just to, like to see all of it happen. Uh and obviously working with Adam is always a good time too. Like <laughs> he's a really, really funny guy. So my goodness. I feel like we knew that you were region vice president, but I don't think I knew it was the same year. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I definitely yeah, it was, had no idea. It was it was a wild, wild year. Like just doing <laughs> a lot of different things. Uh but it was also good too, because like we were able to like have fun and like we were able to just kind of make sure we got our work done and like Adam and I we had like met like Adam and I we had met that first year that I went to Boston when we went to Archon. He was the only one from Clarkson that came to Archon that year. So, like, he, like, didn't know anyone, and, like, RIT had, like, a bunch of people at, like, that Archon. So, we, like, basically, he would just hang out with all of us, and, like, I ended up hanging out with him, like, most of that Archon. Um, and that was basically how everything started, was, like, at Archon itself. So, and then two years down the like, down the line after that, he's region president, and I'm the vice president with him, and then I'm also working national staff stuff with him, so it was, like, whole full circle thing coming together after like for me it was basically three years four years of stuff with adam so geez that's, that's quite a journey i really didn't know that you did both at the same time that's kind of cool but um you know going from national webmaster you talked about how you got introduced to national webmaster and why you kind of took it but how'd you go from that to being like national president like what in the heck made you want to run for national president and do it do that your last year yeah, honestly, like it was honestly I had a lot of I had a lot of fun uh doing National Webmaster. Um and like you get like I guess from Webmaster there's like mixed things of some people like you can put a lot of effort and a lot of time into it and you can do a lot of stuff with the position. But on the other hand, if you don't want to put a lot of time into it and you don't want to put the effort into it, you can also like skate by. And I guess that goes for like other positions too. But like um I think being as involved as I was with Webmaster, um, I kind of got a lot of stuff out of working with the national staff. Um, 
in actually working with both national staffs because like webmasters like joint petitions like i'd join in on meetings with like jake and uh and his staff and then also with like everest and their staff so basically every week i was on or almost every week i was on the silver wings national staff meetings and then uh basically once a month i was on the as national staff meetings just to, like see what they're up to see if they need help with anything uh just check in with them see if they need anything from me um and just like kind of keep working that relationship with them so i was like pretty involved in webmaster and then as that was like coming to a close there was like rumors of like not people running for national staff and then there was like talks of oh would you run and at, at that time like there were not i guess a ton of people that i guess had some of the experience that uh, is generally used for like running for like national staff like obviously you don't need to have experience to do it uh you just have to be willing to work but uh they always like to know that there's at least someone with experience and especially if like you're gonna do a bid at natcon and they're like oh tell us why we should pick you versus like anyone else because you're basically just like everyone else then right um like why why should we like to use our national staff and our national president if you've never held like higher headquarters before uh, and you had to convince them, right? So like, that can always be super tough. So I was like asked about that, and it kind of came down to. I was really involved, and I was like, honestly, I want to be on national staff again, and I want to like go to exec boards again, and do NatCon again, and help plan all of it. Um, and like going into the year, like, or I guess finishing out the year prior, it was like, how could I work it where I could be on the national staff again? Um, and it really wasn't going to work out where I was going to do any other position, uh, like on the extended staff. So one of like basically the only option for me to do the whole national staff stuff was to basically have RIT run for NAT staff, um, which at the time it was like a pretty unpopular opinion throughout the chapter. Um, so it caused like some issues, some drama, but like that stuff, I guess, tends to happen um but yeah that was basically a lot of it was like i was kind of just asked about it and then i was like you know what i kind of want to do this whole national staff stuff again um and yeah and then we kind of just i kind of decided okay I'll, i'm gonna run for national president um and then it came down to like oh, we gotta make a staff we gotta like figure our goal was like what do we want to do this year like what are we going to do that separates us from like other people that may run um and then it was like it was always super funny because like obviously i'm like at all the silver rings national staff meetings and stuff with everest staff so like when we submitted the bid or like the intent to bid he was like oh yeah and uh rit submitted their intent to bid and i was like oh, nick you're running yeah you guys are running. i was like yep <laughs> so it was like super funny like everyone they kept asking about it but like literally in the weeks like leading up to it um the only person knew that we were going to run for like that staff was everest like no one else knew from the staff because like i wasn't telling anyone else and i told everest because like he kept asking me and i was like look hey i'm we're filling out the paperwork we're doing it like i'll, I'll make sure i send you something like uh because in the meetings like in the, his national staff meetings they'd be like okay who do we like have as potential people that could like run for national staff like who can we like reach out to and be like hey are you guys interested in running for national staff are you guys gonna plan to bid like what are you guys gonna do um so like i was in in all those meetings and it was like Oh, like we need to talk to Nick. We need to talk to this person. We need to talk to this person. So it was like it was just funny, like 
seeing both sides of it. Um, but that was really how the whole national president stuff came to be was just kind of, I wanted to do exec boards again for sure. Um, Cause that was like a crazy, crazy experience. And then NatCon, uh, obviously there's a lot of work to it. And a lot of the times I don't like to be the person in like the forefront, like the one speaking, um, but I can do it and I kind of learned to do it, but uh, it's not something that I like will initially go out and seek out and be like, oh, I'm going to be this person where I can go up on stage and speak and do all this stuff. Like I'm completely fine just sitting in an office like I do and, and working and going on my computer. Like I have no issues with that and just doing the work. Um, so that's normally what I do. So like the whole national president thing was like a whole different uh, experience, I guess, for me. And then at the time too, like, I don't know if you guys have heard of like Yes Theory or not, but um, they're like a pretty big group on YouTube. And like me and a few other guys from uh, my fraternity at RIT, we had started like watching them uh, back like my freshman year, sophomore year. So like we would like watch their videos like every week, like whenever they posted stuff. Um, and basically the whole concept is like, they want you to, and people that watch their content, like to be put outside their comfort zone, like say yes to things you wouldn't really say yes to. Uh, and just try to like live life as it comes and just experience things that are natural. Um, so with all that stuff kind of coming up, like they're like, dude, just like my other friends were like, you should just go for like this whole national president thing. Like you've had fun, like going to all these other conferences. Cause like I'd tell them like when I'm going out for like a weekend to like go to like a different conference here or a conference there for like archons. Um, or like, I'd be like, Hey, I can't go. Cause I got like a meeting. So, like, they knew that I was, like, pretty involved and stuff. And they were like, look, you've done all this stuff before. Like, you should just, like, do this whole president thing and, like, go for it. And I was like, all right, why not? Like, and that's really how all that started. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think all three of us can say it's definitely been a different experience learning a lot in these positions, for sure. Um, I think that's pretty similar to how we got here like after our year when we were on staff with you we said we want to go back to exec boards for sure we just have to figure out a way how and this was the exact way how so very similar yeah and that and honestly that tends to happen like um, i was like thinking about it too the other day uh and even like when in, we were there before like a lot of people that go to exec boards like if they're not a senior they find a way to go back the next year somehow like they will yeah. like people will find a way um and it, it's crazy because like like this year like i was i went i went back to exec boards like for the day and like saw you guys and saw like the other uh rt staff like the other uh the as staff like some of the knacks um so it was like super cool to do that but like there were people like i graduated almost a year and a half like two years ago now, like closing in on two years now um, and there's people from our exec board, like not just you two, that were also still there. Like Christina was there and Tori was there. So it was like, you like if you've gone to exec boards, like people like will find a way to go back, like at least once, if not like another time. So it's like it was crazy to see like, and then even like when I was there before, like my first time going, like Megan Benegas, um, uh, at the time, she had gone like she went to like three, I think exec boards. Uh, and then like April has gone to like she went to like three or four like so like everyone had basically gone to like a bunch and it was like crazy because they're like we're going back to exact words like 
people can figure out the work like throughout the whole year, but they're like, we're gonna make sure we go to exec boards again to like experience all that. Yeah, I was surprised when we went to exec boards this year and like how many of like us were like back and like repeat offenders, like me, Michaela, like you said, Christina, Tori, um, Scott, Scott was there too. Yeah, because oh, he was an yeah. RP our year. Yeah. So it's just so funny, like how many people make it back because they, I don't know, it's like a life changing experience being in exec boards. I like remember sitting there and I was like, this is honestly like so cool. I can't imagine not coming back. Yeah, it was, it's crazy, honestly. <laughs> like it's something I would say, like, even if you like, even if you don't go for like AS Silver Rings, like you can still go as like a private citizen. Um, it's a bit different, but it's still like you get a lot of the same experiences. Like this past year, like I just took the day off work and went up like with like my credentials from like work as like a federal employee and I got to go for free. So uh, I just had like take it, like show them like COVID tests and stuff. And then, or so that show that I had like COVID vaccine. And then uh, that was literally it. Like show that I had like a federal like ID. So I didn't have to pay like whatever thousand dollars it was or something like that. But uh, and then, like I said, at like a buddy's house in Alexandria, so it was like right across the bridge. So I could literally just drive like 10, 15 minutes to like National Harbor. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah, geez, that's cool. I think I would like to go back at some point if my job were to allow it. I think that'd be super cool. Because, um, yeah, it's just like unparalleled the amount of like cool people and like important people you meet at exec boards. Like the fact well, that even, I just <laughs> well even not just that too like the whole tech expo is like it's it's always crazy to see all this stuff at the tech expo like I think that was like not just like all the people that were there like my first year like I remember like going to the tech expo and being like oh, dude this stuff is so cool like I want to I stay here longer and then we did like go to business sessions and I'm like oh right, you know like pull up the schedule like all right how long does the tech expo go on today like all right when does it start tomorrow like so then like when we had our exec boards year, I was like, all right, you know, we're, we're figuring out the schedule We're we're leaving like some big blocks in the schedule where we can just like everyone go to the tech expo, like go, just go. Like, uh, but yeah, I just had like, I, I thought the tech expo was just super cool. And like, I always think talking to like companies and talking to like people about like what technologies they're working on, like what have they, because for them, that's not just like a place to like display their stuff, but it's like show off like what they're doing and like what their company's been working on for the past like year like what's up they are thinking about doing for like the dod and the air force um and for them that's like a big place to showcase all that to like whatever generals and like decision makers and stuff for the government that show up to those conferences so yeah no the expo floor is definitely super cool that was one of my favorite parts too I like walking around. I also like the free pins from the expo floor, but that that may just be me. <laughs> I still have like bags of like stuff, like pens and notebooks and pins. Like, like I I was like I, I was at my parents' house and stuff this past weekend, and I was like going through some old stuff, and like I found like a whole bag of just like old pins from Silver Wings. Like I don't know if you remember, there's a one like I don't know if it was our year or the year before. There was one with like squirrels on it. I don't know if you guys remember that or if it was a different year, but like I had like a few with like a squirrel on it and then like American flag ones, like different jet, like different planes, like there's all these different pins and I they're just all in like a plastic bag. And I think it's because I'd like taken them off my suit because I'd like, I remember like, I think one year exec boards, I had like half my lapel was just like 
pins. <laughs> and I was like, and I looked back on it, I was like, oh, that is a horrible decision. <laughs> like, that is such a bad thing to do. And I think, like, the next year, like, I just, like, either didn't wear as many or, like, put them on, like, the lanyard. So it wasn't, like, on my suit. But, like, I remember, like, there was, like, there was a picture somewhere or, like, multiple pictures. Like, I had, like, four or five pins on, like, one lapel on, like, one side. And I was like, oh, dude, these are all, like, from the, the expo floor, like, different pins. Like. That's awesome. That's great. I think our year we got a skunk. I think I definitely oh, have a skunk yeah. one. Yeah, I think I have one too. Yeah, but yeah, there's just there's so many, there's so many different ones. Like it's always crazy. Fantastic! Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, exec boards is definitely an experience. We love the expo floor. Um, I think it was great to be back in person this year too. Um, virtual was not the same, um, but kind of transitioning. So now you're out of school, graduated. You know, two years. Um, how did Silver Wings help you at all in what you're doing now? Do you look back and say like, oh, I'm glad, you know, I learned this through through my time in Silver Wings? Any of that type of stuff? Uh, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so I, I guess like, so disclosure, I guess, uh, is, so I work in like the federal government and stuff, but I'm like in a program uh, through the Air Force called uh, Palace Acquire. So I'm, I'm sure Aaron and Michaela probably uh, put a lot of stuff out to like the whole Silverings Nation about that and uh, the MC as well. Um, but that's kind of the program. That's the program that I'm in right now, actually, um, and kind of helped determine like, OK, is the program something that like, would be good for Silverings students uh, and worked with like the MC, like specifically General Woodward um, on like, what is this program basically? So I guess if we want like a full timeline, like let me think about it, full timeline. So probably it was somewhere over Christmas break. So I think it was either late like December, like late December, like early January of my junior year. So the year I was webmaster, um, he called me over like Christmas break and he was like, hey it was i mean like not like the exact same words but it was basically like hey what are you up to this summer would you want to like a job for the air force and i was like what and like <laughs> i was like can you i was like can you explain like what is this like job for the air force you're talking about uh and then he like, told me about the program and told me like if i was interested like look into it and then let him know uh it's like a super quick turn it was basically the program was like really new at that time so it was like the second year they were doing the program so they're still trying to like fill in slots. They had like a bunch of like money allocated like budget wise within like the government to do all this program. Uh, so they're like, I guess, trying to fill up slots and it was like getting close to the deadline. So um, I remember like going home that night and then looking up the program and reading about it. Um, and then just thinking, I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll try this out. Like it looks pretty interesting. Um, so I ended up doing the internship that summer, had a really great experience. Um, and then decided to do like then like do the internship. Um, I I must have done pretty well or done fairly well because I got asked to come back uh, for full time with the same organization that I worked at uh, for the Air Force. So that was super cool uh, because then I knew like obviously the organization I was going to and like what type of work I'd be doing, uh, like a team specifically, like where I'd be going. Um, so that was super cool. 
and then it's been just fun to like see all of it progress because like now like one of the other like guys on your guys' staff like Grant right so um, Grant lived with me over the summer because he's he interned where I work at uh, like the same team same department and everything this past summer and he plans to come back to um, to the organization full time starting like next year in May and then uh, one of our other buddies who's in the chapter Max uh, I actually just got texted by Max the other day with Grant because Max is thinking about doing the intern program this summer and I'm trying to swing it to get him down here in Virginia as well same place um, to do the whole internship this summer uh, and then hopefully he can make his decision and see if he likes it or not but um, obviously we need more than just like one person here one person there it's like a whole organizational push but um, that was kind of the pivot into like full-time job it was like General Woodward basically called me said, hey, would you like to do this program? Um, I applied, sent them my resume, cover letter um, with his recommendation, um, ended up getting the job. Was super stressed about that, by the way. Like, that was like, like okay, so like, thinking back then, so back then, I think the, the requirement now is like a 2.95 uh, minimum GPA um, in I think at that time it was a minimum of 3.0 GPA. So like at that semester, I was like right on the border of like 3.0. Like I was a little bit above it at the time, but I remember I had to like make sure I basically did well that semester because they like offered me like the internship and everything, but then the internship would only be valid, right? Like they would only, like I'd only be able to start the internship if I like met all the requirements, which is basically make sure I have the GPA um so like that whole semester i was like doing all the silver wings work with webmaster just like stressing about school and like this was like my junior year uh so like trying to figure out like okay what am i doing with my life basically <laughs> uh and then it was like also make sure i like do well this semester to make sure i have above a 3-0 because if not i'm not gonna have a job this summer not gonna have my co-op for rat not gonna be able to graduate like it was a whole thing and i remember like that semester like it was crazy because I wasn't doing like super well. And then like come like the last few weeks and then finals, I like was just grinding at work. And then I remember I was like on the, on the border basically. So at the end of that semester, I had a 3.01 uh, GPA. So it was like right there. <laughs> like, like basically the guys from the air force, they kept like asking me like, Hey, can you send us your transcript? Like, can you send us your transcript? I'm like, Hey, I can't send you my transcript yet because like my grades haven't been put in yet. Cause I'm like, talking to the person like hey can you really turn that b to a b plus like can we do this like i need this extra point like so it was like talking to all my professors trying to do any extra work i could to basically like make up extra points to get like a higher grade to make sure i got like a 3.0 like cumulative gpa um which i ended up being able to do it and it was just like a whole a whole thing that semester that basically came down to like, okay, how well am I going to do in my classes uh, to get this job? So that was like, I was on edge for a while, <laughs> especially when it came down to the, came down to the wire. Like, what is the final GPA going to be? Like that, I was like, please say it's above a 3.0. Please say it's above a 3.0. Like it Sounds was, it was really very close. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> it was close. It's great. Sounds 
pretty much exactly the same of what I did last summer for my internship. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah. I mean, you've probably done a lot more stuff academically, like GPA-wise than me, but like, um, yeah, like the GPA thing was like the biggest thing for me. I was like, I basically put myself in like a big hole, like after freshman year with my GPA and basically the, la the, the next three years was, okay, how far can I climb out of the hole to try to graduate on time if possible? Um, and I ended up actually doing pretty, like, honestly, pretty well, like, um, but it was like a long road. So that was like, that was something I basically had to like try to figure out th over three years of like, okay, how can I do three years of like a lot of work to counteract like one year of like basically nothing. Like, uh, so it was just like a whole a whole thing but I think I think that kind of answers the question I kind of forgot exactly what we were talking about but like um, yeah Silverings kind of led me into that into my current job right um, yeah so Jenna Woodward called asked me about what I was doing this summer said why not basically after researching it applied GPA it was good worked that summer as an intern uh, did well in the internship, got asked to come back, came back, and then, uh, yeah, just kind of been working here since, so it's been good, been busy for sure at some points, been dull at some points, so it's like on and off, but um, I'm like right now doing like rotations to like different teams, so uh, I started with like a team and then was gone for like six months for training, which crazy uh thing so like um i didn't even know about this until like after i left so i was in uh keesler air force base mississippi for six months uh for training um at the the like the schoolhouse for uh air force cyber basically there and it was like it was interesting because like i went through the whole schoolhouse like went through the whole six months of training uh all the stuff i was doing down there um, and then one of the other guys I'd met down there, he actually was like a Duke alumni, uh, Ricky. And then, uh, I was good friends with Ricky. Like we basically went out like all the time. Uh, we have classes together. We do training stuff together. Uh, we like, would go to the beach. So we basically did like a bunch of stuff together. And like, obviously he was a Duke alumni. And then like, uh, Marianne, uh, Williams, her husband, um, teaches at Duke and is a part of their detachment there. So does a lot of stuff with that. So Ricky obviously knew him, uh, and Ricky was like the only graduating senior from his class at Duke and Air Force ROTC. So like um, General Williams like knew him pretty well, and basically at the graduation from like the whole training course at Mississippi, uh, there's like a group of us from like our class and the class in front of us, like a whole like a group of, like basically an Asian picture, but we were all like like either Rutgers. Hey, uh, there's like me, two guys from Rutgers, and then Ricky, and we all took a picture together. And then I sent it to Marianne, and I was like, "Hey, look who it is!" And it was basically like a picture with me and Ricky and like a few of our other friends. And then she like asked me about it later, and I told her I was like, "Oh yeah, I've been like down at Keesler, just finished up and stuff." And then she was like, "Oh, so you know like Colonel Sparks? So um, the guy that's the colonel in charge of the schoolhouse like right now, his name is Colonel Sparks." which uh, when she, she ended up telling me about it, but Colonel Sparks um, is basically, once you get to Colonel um, or like Lieutenant Colonel maybe uh, for like Air Force Cyber, they will 
the Air Force as a whole will basically assign you like a mentor or like mentors that are like our general officers or retired general officers. So it was actually that Colonel Sparks' mentor is Mar- is Marion's husband, is General Williams. So she was like, so after that, I talked to her about everything. She like talked to Colonel Sparks and everything to like see like if I was still in Mississippi, but like I had already like driven back to Virginia. But then like I told her like because Tanner was down there at the same time I was there. JD was down there. Um, I don't think you guys remember. I don't think you guys remember Nathaniel Lossman, but he was like an area commander the year I was webmaster. So he was at like exec boards and everything. But like he was there when I was down there. Um, and then like a few other people, like Rachel Beckerman, came to like visit like one weekend when people were down there just to hang out. Um, but yeah, there's basically a lot of people that like, go in and out of that schoolhouse, all from like AS and Silver Wings. Um, and then it was just like crazy that Marianne's uh, husband, his mentee, is the guy that's in charge of the schoolhouse. So it was like it was just funny like to hear all that. Um, oh, that was the I I don't even know the guy's name. I never even asked, but like the funniest thing. So like I don't know if you guys would remember Milwaukee. Actually, yeah, you, you guys didn't go to Milwaukee. Oh, uh, so um, Milwaukee, right? So. This was, like, one of the big, like, joint resolutions that ended up coming up was Slack, which I don't know if you guys still use Slack or not, like... Oh, Nick, we do. <laughs> We're carrying on the legacy. Okay, oh, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if, like, the whole... So, the whole Slack thing, how that all kind of started was, like, it was, like, a discussion, and we were, like, we need to basically do better, right? We were, like, we need to do something. Uh, so, like, we basically, on the silvering side... Uh, brought in slack with the national staff and was just trying to get other people to use it uh and at the time it was just like national staff NACs, emc um area commanders so like now region commanders and then area uh and then region presidents and that was it like no one else like it was just those people and like no one ever checked it like it was like not working at all and then i was putting up a resolution basically in one of like the silvering sessions about basically like we're gonna use slack like this is gonna be a thing like no matter what happens we're using slack like that was like all right resolution this is gonna happen um and then there was a guy on the aes side and he was putting up like a similar thing because he was like mad about like there never being like great communication like from the top down like everything and like his option that he decided that that would be good was like to use slack so then, like, the business chairs, like, they're all talking and stuff, right? So then they came together, and then they actually had me and the other guy, like, talk in person. So, like, I met up with them, like, uh, like after one of the sessions, and we were talking about it. So we, like, drafted up a joint resolution and then put it up at a joint business session. So it would be, like, an AS and Silverings. Everyone uses Slack. Like, this is this is going to be the mode of, like, trans- like, communication. Like, this is what we're doing, basically. Um, and it was, like... It was crazy because, like, people obviously, like, had their opinions, like, as a resolution and at NatCon, people are going to be loud. Um, but basically, we had the whole thing, and me and him were, like, the uh, the co-chairs of the resolution. Um, and then he was at the schoolhouse at the same time, and I had no clue who he was. But, like, JD was down there, obviously, at the schoolhouse, and I knew JD. So, like, after class one of the, after, uh, class one of the days, I was just, like, hanging out with JD. 
And then, like, JD, like, sees this guy, and JD's like, oh, yeah, and then he, like, has the guy come over, and he's like, do you remember who this is? And, like, I had no clue who he was. He had no clue who I was. But then JD knew who, like, we both knew of each other through that resolution. And he was like, well, if you remember from Milwaukee, you guys were the ones who put up the, the Slack resolution. And then we were both looked at each other like, holy cow. <laughs> like, because, like, I, That's awesome. I, I had no clue who he was, honestly. It was like, we met, like, for, like, five, ten minutes, combined our two, like, resolutions, and then put it in front of a joint business session, and then just went with it, like, but he was literally down there, too, and it was just, like, funny, because JD knew both of us, obviously, so he, like, made that whole connection, and I was like, oh, that's, it was just too funny seeing him again, because, <laughs> like, how all that kind of worked out. It's great. Oh, yeah, we still use Slack every day, for sure. <laughs> we always say, what a small world. We have in Silverwings and AAS, and that, that, you saw, like, 10 people there. That's awesome. Yeah, honestly, the there's probably there's probably a lot like there's a lot more like obviously I just like I'm not gonna know everyone and everyone's histories and all that like I kind of just knew the people like that I was hanging out with closely there and like yeah. there's a few other people like one of the guys actually in my like class like that I basically was with every day for stuff um, he was I think in a he was in AAS but he was I think three years ahead of me or two years ahead of me. Um, but his name was Connor and basically caught like Marianne actually still remembered Connor. Um, because Connor basically one of the years, uh, he had applied to do like the Ironnet internship with like Marianne's husband. Then he got offered to do it. And then he ended up like saying like, yeah, he was going to do it. And then like later he ended up declining. Like he was like, Hey, I'm not going to do the internship. So then he, cause he like done something else, but he was basically, he went to become like a pilot instead. And then. He did, like, flight training, every, like, pilot training and stuff. Then after, like, halfway through pilot training, he, like, left that to do cyber again. So now he's, he, like, was starting cyber. So I was, like, in his class during, like, this whole cyber training stuff. Um, but he was, like, in AAS, then went to pilot school, then back to cyber stuff. But, like, Marianne knew him, and then, like, his name was, like, still floating around in, like, the whole, like, cyber Air Force, like, AAS stuff. And then he was just, like, the same guy that was in my class so it was like funny like talking to him about some of that stuff too so i think there's yeah, there's a lot awesome. of people down there obviously but it was just like how how small the world is like everyone ends up at the same place and like a lot of people are there for like six months at a time so like i could be there for six months and then like i'm gone and then someone else shows up there and then they're there for six months like you have no clue um whoever's there unless like you're keeping track with people, keeping up with the people, so. Right, that's great. It's so true. Such a small world. We have, like, we're all over the place. You could go to any state, and I'm sure you could find one of us. Yeah, I mean, even, like, when I was, like, leaving, right? So, like, Kiesler is in uh, Mississippi. So, like, on the way down to Mississippi, I met up with Mitch. Because he's, like, he was in Alabama. So, right. like, I was passing through Alabama on the way to Mississippi. So, I, I hung out with Mitch and everything for a little bit. Or for, like, a while, actually. <laughs> and then, on the way back, I actually met up with Savon. Because Savon started working in Mississippi. But he was, like, north. So, I, like, went up north, like, two hours. Met up with him uh, for, like, a little bit before I, like, drove back to Virginia. So, it was, like... Uh, it was like just basically see a bunch of people on the way there and on the way back 
from like just different things that I'd like been doing like with school and with fraternity and with silver wings like uh, just kind of see everyone because for me that was like I'm on a 16 plus hour road trip from Virginia to Mississippi right uh, let's see who I'll see along the way <laughs> that's great yeah a bunch of people are down there um isn't Paulo down there too now yeah Paulo's down different. in Georgia now yeah. he's at Fort Benning uh, which is crazy too because like I actually used to live at Fort Benning when I was like really little like oh. with my my parents were in the army so like I know exactly where Fort Benning is but like it's not too far from uh like where Mitch lives and everything yeah and it was also crazy too because when I was like in Mississippi like I went up to one weekend I actually went out to Auburn with like a bunch of guys from like Mississippi and like we had like a whole weekend thing it was basically one of our friends was getting married and we did like a whole bachelor party weekend but it like was more towards auburn so it was like we like did a bunch of stuff so, like we had like a cabin like we ran out like a massive like cabin in the woods uh and like did a bunch of stuff and then ran out like a boat on like some lake near auburn it's like i'm sure if you like look it up it's like whatever major lake is there and like tons of people go out boating and stuff so like we had like a double decker uh a double decker like um boat with like a water slide and everything off the back. Uh, and we just had like a bunch of people um, all there for this whole thing. And then like at night we ended up going like to downtown Auburn and like going to some of the bars. And then I remember when I was talking with like Mitch, like McKinnon and Tate, like I was like, I didn't know like the name of the bar we were at, but I was like kind of described it and they were like, oh, you were at Sky Bar. And I'm like, I guess so. Like I described it and they knew exactly what place I was talking. And I was like, oh yeah. And they're like, Later, we, like, went, like, two blocks down the road and, like, got pizza. And they're like, oh, you guys went to that place. I'm like, probably. I have no <laughs> clue. But, like. That's great. But, yeah, so it was, like, crazy because, like, I'd never been to Auburn before or been in that area. So it was, like, being able to, like, talk to them and be like, hey, I'm in Auburn this weekend. Like, where should I go? Like, what places should I go to? Or, like, what places should I avoid going to? Like, type questions. So. It's also, all those things that you don't really think about until you're there and you're like, oh, what should I do when I'm, like, in this area of town? Oh, wait, I know people that used to, like, go here or still go here. Like, Right. Exactly. That's <laughs> the fun of it. Goodness. Oh, yeah. Silver Wings really does make the world, like, a lot smaller. I remember our year at Exec Boards, the Region 1 commander ended up, like, being from where I was from and went to prom with somebody I knew from elementary school. Like weird crazy connections it's kind of it's insane um but we'll kind of we'll kind of move on a little bit here um and i i got i think one last or one second to last question for you um what what advice would you give you know our our active member listeners or maybe some people who are thinking about joining silver wings who listen to this um you know our you know advice about opportunities to take advantage of or you know how to make their best out of make the best out of their time in Silver Wings. All right. So let's see. There's like, there's tons of like different things or different like bits of advice I could give. So I guess for people that don't know what Silver Wings is uh, or like aren't in the organization yet, uh, advice would just be, just be willing to be open and try it out. And I guess like no matter what organization or whatever you're doing while you're in school, um, just be committed to it and be willing to like try stuff out and just 
be willing to work. Uh, like if you're doing more community service stuff, just be willing to go out and do community service on the weekends. If you're trying to do like more leadership stuff, practice leadership stuff like giving speeches, uh, taking like leadership positions in like different like organizations. Like how can you practice that stuff? Um, and then, so yeah, I guess that would be like the main advice for people that like aren't in silver rings is literally just give it a try and just be willing to go to events and like listen to what they're working on and just be a participant because you'll you'll take a lot of things out of the organization literally just participating in events. Uh, so like that's like the biggest thing is, is if you're gonna go and you're gonna participate, um, it will be pretty worth your time honestly uh, to like just see what's going on and see what's happening. Because uh, a lot of times, whenever events are being planned, it's usually for a reason. Um, and I guess for active members, advice is all, like Aaron was kind of talking about, like take advantage of those opportunities. Like there's a ton of opportunities out there, like uh, all the different scholarships, uh, like flight scholarships, academic scholarships, parachute, like the jump scholarships. Um, to, like literally go jump out of an airplane, like that'd be super cool. I never did that. Like I thought about doing it, but I just never ended up doing it. Um, then, like, all the other internships, like, uh, I think you guys do Dell, right, still? Or you guys, like, so, yeah, so, like, yeah. Dell uh, internship, like, IronNet internship. There are, like, the the PSIP internship. There's, like, a ton of different, like, ways to literally get, a, like, a job, like, to work over the summer where, okay, because, like, some people will, like, go home, like, won't have a job, won't work. Some people will go, like, get a job, like, an unpaid internship, like, why not go work somewhere for the summer, get paid to do so, and, like, have a good experience doing so? Because uh, basically all the internships, like, we've partnered, like, Silver Rings with, like, organizations are through, like, partnerships with, like, people that are, have either been in the organization before or are still involved in the organization or have, like, ties to the organization. Uh, so the, basically all the connections are there, and they're there for you as, like, an active member to succeed, uh, honestly. So it's really just, you have to be willing to take that step and take that initiative to be like, oh, I'm going to apply for this. Or or even if you're not sure about applying, right? To go out there and be like, I'm going to ask the question about this to see like what it's about, right? Like I remember like this past, like last year when the whole PSIP stuff came out, um, I think General Woodward had asked me, is like, hey, is it okay if we like put your email uh, and your name and stuff in like the, in the, um the pamphlet or ever for the PSIP internship so if people have questions they can ask you about it um and i think it was the same thing when i was an active member too like my name was in there um and i was like yeah of course like any people that are willing to like ask the questions like i will be willing to answer their questions like help them out like whatever they need like if they're willing to put in the work to like i'm interested in this like i will take the time and i will answer their questions and like help them out with that too uh, so I'd say that's the biggest piece of advice is literally just be willing to put yourself out there and like ask the question or be willing to be like, I'm going to apply for this. And the answer isn't always going to be yes. Like not everyone is going to get a scholarship. That's the way it is. Like, um, and it's hard like that sometimes, honestly, but uh, like I never, I never got an academic scholarship from Silver Rings. Uh, granted, I wasn't the best academically, but like I applied once that that happens but uh i was able to get like the internships uh so i did like the ironnet internship i did the psip internship um then obviously like other roles with like national staff and leadership roles like there's all things like 
I think with Webmaster at the time, there was like one other person that applied or or maybe there wasn't anyone that applied. But basically, it was like a very short list, if no list, basically for Webmaster. Um, and it was basically like, I threw my name in the hat and then my name came out of the hat and that was how it worked. Like, um, and I think the year after me, um, the whole the whole webmaster position, there was literally one person applied, and that was it. Like and- Andres was literally the only one that applied, so it was like he. I mean, he he would be a great candidate. He was a great candidate. He was a good webmaster. He got the job done. Um, but like he was literally the only one that put his name in the hat. So he was the name that got pulled out of the hat at the same time. So, um, yeah, that's big advice. Just be willing to uh, take that first step. Be willing to ask questions. Put yourself out there. Uh, and just take advantage of the opportunities because you're literally paying membership for a reason. Take advantage of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's money you're spending. So, Exactly. I think that's perfect. Um, you know, everything we do is for a reason. It, you're paying the membership for a reason. Definitely, you know, we try to tell people take advantage of those opportunities. But I think you put it perfectly. Um, our last question we have is, what is your favorite Silverwings memory? We talked about a lot of them, um, but if you could pick one or two, what would they be? Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> We're all uh, in a lot of years. <laughs> we have a lot of them. Honestly, I have a, I have like memories from like every, every event, every, like every Archon I've gone to. There's like crazy memories like crazy things like every uh natcon like every exec board like even like some of our chapter meetings like some of the stuff like we do like as a chapter like there's a lot of stuff um let's see honest okay i think my i'm gonna like to stick to like a favorite memory because i know we already talked about exec boards a lot earlier so mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch it up in and we talked about an Akon too, so I'll talk about an Archon memory. Love it. Um I think the Archon memory I'm gonna go with is from when I was webmaster, so my junior year. So that's what 20 2018, 2019. Um that year uh I went to um University of Wisconsin. So I went to Wisconsin. And it was the same year that we had uh, Milwaukee as NatCon. So basically, I was in Wisconsin twice that year. Um, but it was super cool just because, one, um, my cousin, like my really like close friend cousin, um, he went to University of Wisconsin. So like, I hadn't seen him for like a while. So I actually like I didn't even stay at the actual like hotel, basically. Uh, for the Archon, I literally just stayed at my cousin's house, uh, who, like, went, like, on campus, he had, had an off-campus apartment and everything, uh, with some of his friends, like, got to meet all of his friends, so it was literally, like, during the day, I did all the silvering stuff, and then in the night, I went out with him and a lot of his friends, and then met up with, like, other silvering people, and, like, we had, like, a whole group of people that went out, but that weekend specifically was also a Halloween weekend, and it was crazy, because, like, they had the whole place it's like main street or like main ave or something uh through like the capital of wisconsin and they literally shut down the entire main street to the capital and there was literally like a massive block party concert thing so they had like 
they literally had like rappers, like artists, like they're performing on stage, like a concert on like the middle of the street, like in downtown Wisconsin. Um, and like it was downtown Madison. It's like literally downtown, like from like the capital, like their state capitol building, like just tons of people like partying at the concert, like everyone's like dancing, listening. Um, but like that event was like crazy. Um, and it's also like funny because like looking back, I went to like Archon Seven. I think the same number of times as I went to Archon One, like our our Archon, um, right. which is like just funny that like I went. I ended up going to like the same Archon, so it was always like. And I think part of it was I met a lot of people from like Region Area Seven my freshman year, so I would always like try to go to that like con- that Archon to go hang out with all of them again. So like, uh, that was like the biggest thing. So, like that whole weekend was just. A super fun experience um we got a lot of business done um had fun then halloween weekend block party concert um great time honestly yeah that was like that whole weekend was just like crazy like i'm, I'm i've been good friends with iris basically since that like exec boards that archon weekend like of like my junior year um, and then, like, who else is there? Uh, Amelia was there. Tom Donaldson was there, who was, like, one of the guys I had met from uh, uh, Orlando, NatCon, my freshman year. So, uh, and basically, I met him and all the other people from, like, SLU, so St. Louis University. That was that whole, like, group of people. And then all the guys from uh, North Dakota, those were all the people, like, Fargo up there. Those are basically all the people that I, like, hung out with a lot at Orlando that I kind of just kept going to their Archons all the time. So. That's great. I cannot believe they had a massive block party in the middle of Wisconsin. That just seems like such a random place to do that. Well, it was just like, it was like the big, like, open street. Like, it was literally like the main street of the, of Madison. So it was like the state capitol was like the end of the street. And then the whole road leading up to the capitol was basically all like shut down. Like, they had like cops. They had like the little barricades and everything for, like, people, because you had, like, I think it was, like, 15 bucks or something, like, you paid to, like, go to, like, the whole block party thing. It was, like, and it was, like, in Madison, and that's where we were at for Archon. So we were, like, I guess we have to go, like. <laughs> like, so much fun, honestly. I want to go so to the, Madison now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why, like, that, that Archon, like, I've had some really good Archon experiences, but, like, that one was, like, Super fun because one, like, all right, I got to see family, hang out with family, and got to do sobering stuff, see business stuff, got to like have fun and like see other friends. Like, so just overall, it was like a really good weekend, like a really good archon. Yeah, so just in general, like a lot of, a lot of events, a lot of fun memories, more or less the people that you're doing those memories with. Like, you'll like work at, you'll remember all those things. Like, so. Yeah, I think that's some fantastic advice because the people are the definitely definitely one of the best things about this organization. The people you get to meet and hang out with and make long long lasting friendships with is definitely one of the best best things. But um, we thank you, Nick, for for coming on and, and sharing all your <laughs> fun stories and uh, everything about your experiences through Silver Wings. Um, and I we hope you had as great of a time talking with us as we did with you. And uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun just catching up and telling some 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 old war stories. <laughs> we love it. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Yeah. See you guys.